In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Since we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight in the sin that clings so closely, looking to Jesus in penitence and in faith. For Christ came in humility to share our lives. Forgive our pride. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ came with good news for all people. Forgive our silence. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ came in love to a world of suffering. Forgive our self-centeredness. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Dear friends, hear the good news that God, who was rich in mercy, loved us even when we were dead in sin and made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. In the name of Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. May Almighty God strengthen you with power through the Holy Spirit, that Christ may live in your hearts through faith. Amen. Oh, 
mystic sweet communion with those whose rest is moon. O blessed heavenly chorus, Lord, save us by your grace, that we like saints before us may Let us pray. O God, powerful and compassionate, you shepherd your people faithfully feeding and protecting us. Heal each of us and make us a whole people that we may embody the justice and peace of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. A reading from Jeremiah 23, verses 1 through 6. Woe to the shepherds who destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, says the Lord. Therefore, thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, concerning the shepherds who shepherd my people. It is you who have scattered my flock and have driven them away, and you have not attended to them. So I will attend to you for your evil doings, says the Lord. Then I myself will gather the remnant of my flock out of all the lands where I have driven them and I will bring them back to their fold, and they shall be fruitful and multiply. I will raise the shepherds over them who will shepherd them, and they shall not fear any longer or be dismayed, nor shall any be missing, says the Lord. The days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will raise for David a righteous branch, and he will shall reign as king and deal wisely, and shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. In his days, Judah will be saved and the Israel will live in safety. And this is the name by which he will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. Word of God, word of life. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. A reading from Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want, be in want. Lord makes me lie down in green pastures and leads me beside still waters. You restore my soul, O Lord, and guide me through rightful and guide me along right pathways for your name's sake. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, and my cup is running over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. A reading from Ephesians 2, verses 11 through 22. Remember that at one time you Gentiles by birth called the uncircumcision by those who are called the circumcision, a physical circumcision made in the flesh by human hands, Remember that you were at that time without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who are once were far off and have been brought near the blood of Christ. For he is our peace and his flesh. He has made both groups into one and has broken down the dividing wall 
that is the hostility between us. He has abolished the law with his commandments and ordinances, that he might create in himself one new humanity in place of the two, thus making peace and making reconcile by both groups and might reconcile both groups of two God in one body through the cross, thus putting to death that hostility through it. So we may, so we came and proclaimed peace to you were, who were far off and peace to those who were near him. For though him both of us have access in one spirit to the Father, so then you have no, so then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are citizens with the saints and also members of the household of God. Built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus himself at the cornerstone. In him the whole structure is joined together and grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to Thanks God. Be to God. This is the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. The apostles gathered around Jesus and told him all that they had done and taught. And Jesus said to them, Come away to a deserted place all by yourselves and rest for a while. 
for many were coming and going and they had no leisure even to eat. And they went away in the boat to a deserted place by themselves. Now many saw them going and recognized them and they hurried there on foot from all the towns and arrived ahead of them. And as Jesus went ashore, he saw the great crowd and he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd and he began to teach them many things. When they had crossed over, they came to land at Gennesaret and moored the boat. When they got out of the boat, people at once recognized him and rushed about that whole region and began to bring the sick on mats to wherever they heard Jesus was. And wherever Jesus went into villages or cities or farms, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him that they might touch even the fringe of his cloak, that all who touched it were healed. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. There are certain parts of Jesus's teaching that we know and love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. I am the way and the truth and the life. Blessed are the peacemakers. There are some words of Jesus that are more difficult. If you wish to be perfect, go sell your possessions. If anyone strikes you on the right cheek, turn the other also. Forgive 70 times seven. There is a third category too, which are words of Jesus that sound nice, but are actually pretty challenging when you try to do them. And look no further than the first half of today's gospel reading, come away with me and rest for a while. 
Those words are directed toward the disciples who have just returned from healing the sick, casting out demons, and proclaiming the kingdom of God. It's been a fulfilling but intense and no doubt tiring time. They could certainly use a little breather, and so could most of us. But it's easier said than done. Because as soon as you start resting, you start wondering, well, shouldn't I be doing something more productive? Am I really maximizing my potential here? When we do talk about rest, we tend to justify it either in terms of how productive we've been in the past, you've earned it, or how productive we will be in the future. I need to recharge my batteries. And this isn't just about productivity at work, but all the areas of our lives where we live out our vocations. Maximize your family, your friendships, your civic life, pretty much everything. Think for a minute about those awkward catch-up chats we're having more of these days. You see someone that you haven't seen for a year and change, and you ask them how they're doing, and 98% of the time they respond with, I'm so busy. It's kind of tacky to talk about how much money you make or how big your vacation home is, but busyness is a completely acceptable form of social currency. When I tell someone that I've been super busy, I'm not saying that I have a tight schedule sometimes, which is true, or that I'm not great at planning ahead, which is probably more true. What I'm saying is that I'm an important person that other people need. Busyness gives us a sense that we're worthwhile, lovable, important people. And that's why rest is so difficult for many of us. Because when we rest, there's no voice from outside telling us that we're needed and necessary and important and valuable. It's tempting to construct our own identity and sense of self from a belief that we are productive and needed and spend our days trying to get other people to reflect that back at us. And that might put come away with me and rest in a new context. Why do you need to rest? Not because you need to recharge your batteries for the next mission, and not just because you've earned it. You need to rest because if you don't get away from being told that you're needed and being told you're important, and being told that you are the only person here holding things together, then you're going to build your identity around that. You're gonna think that your productivity is the thing that makes you valuable. A few years ago, the Old Testament scholar, Walter Brueggemann wrote a book called Sabbath as Resistance, which framed the idea of Sabbath keeping as a form of protest against consumerism and endless striving. That in the same way that we divest from companies that profit from violence or pollution, that we divest from practices that prevent us from being fully human. But rest isn't just about a protest we engage in. It is, his words, an alternative worldview and identity for us to inhabit. In his words, the quote, alternative on offer here is the awareness and practice of the claim that we are situated on the receiving end of God's gifts. 
Our culture of endless striving and maximizing creates good consumers and good workers and good students and good parents. What it doesn't create are good receivers of God's gifts. And it's easy to see why. Our cultural myth is that you shouldn't be on the receiving end. You should be a maker, not a taker, a job creator, not a public charge. To be reliant on anyone other than yourself is seen as a kind of moral failing. No wonder so much of our public life is marked by resentment and skepticism. But there is an alternative. Rest in general, and Sabbath in particular, are ways of creating space for God to get to us and for us to become aware of the giftedness of life. It is a way of creating a different sort of economy and system of value where life is something that we receive from God, not something that we create for ourselves. And that's actually what ties today's two gospel readings together. You probably noticed that our gospel reading jumped inexplicably 20 verses in the middle of this to talk more about Jesus's other healings. And these seem to have nothing in common. The disciples rest, also Jesus healed some people. But look at where Jesus heals people. St. Mark says, wherever Jesus went into villages or cities or farms, they laid the sick in the marketplaces. Marketplaces here comes from the Greek word agora. It's the center of town. It's the place where people wheel and deal, the place where people show off their wealth and status the place where people flaunt their religious connections and political acumen. It is a place for what kind of people? People who are productive, people who are connected, people who are getting ahead and moving up in the world. Until Jesus shows up. And suddenly Jesus starts bringing in people who aren't productive, people who aren't good workers, people who aren't seen as valuable. Jesus doesn't simply heal the sick when they're off on the edge of town. Jesus disrupts our own systems of value and order and status by his ministry. He brings in all kinds of people into the center of the kingdom of God. In a world that only wants people to buy and consume and maximize and network, Jesus wants people to receive. Jesus creates space for God to get to us. And so it is here at table this morning, that in a world where everything is a commodity, everyone is a competitor, every minute of the day can be monetized, Jesus says that there is an alternative, a space where the flourishing of others benefits us all, a time where there is nothing more important for you to be doing, a place in the middle of our gated communities and private clubs and exclusive neighborhoods where strangers are not seen as threats, but welcomed. Jesus comes right into the middle of our striving for status and power and influence and creates space for God to get at us. Not simply to consume, but to receive. No credentials, no titles, no degrees, no applications, Nothing other than a pair of empty hands. Come away and rest, and come take and eat. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, worship his holy name. Sing like never before, oh my soul, I'll worship your holy name. The sun comes up. It's a new day dawning, it's time to sing your song again. Whatever may pass and whatever lies before me, let me be singing when the evening comes. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Oh, my soul, worship his holy name. Sing like never before, oh, my soul, I'll worship your holy name. You're rich in love and you're slow to anger.
sing like never before. Oh, my soul, I'll worship your holy name. Worship your holy name. Worship your holy name. I invite you to unmute yourself as we join the church around the world, confessing our faith using the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, in God the Father God, Almighty, Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe, I believe in, in Christ, Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under the was crucified, died, and buried. He ascended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father and will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us come before our triune God in prayer. Tend at your church, O God. Encourage bishops, pastors, and deacons in their proclamation of the gospel. Raise up new leaders and encourage those pursuing a call to ministry. Embolden all of the baptized to embody your love and justice. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Restore your creation, O God. Sustain croplands and pastures, and safeguard all animals and livestock. Preserve lakes, rivers, and streams that offer refreshment. Revive lands healing from natural disasters, and protect coastlands threatened by rising oceans. Hear us, O God. Reconcile the nations, O God. Break down the dividing walls that make us strangers to one another and unite us as one human family. Equip leaders to deal wisely with conflict and guide diplomats who seek peaceful solutions. We pray especially this week for the people of Djibouti and Somalia. Lord, in your mercy, heal your people, O God. Look with compassion on refugees, exiles, and all who feel afraid or lost this day. Give rest to those who are weary and strength, and strength to all who grieve. If you have any other petitions, I invite you to offer those at this time. My brother yeah, and my sister Lynn. My mom. Katie, Christopher. Barbara. Please look after them all. Hear us, O oh God. Make us among those whom you have guided. Make us among those you have pardoned and make us among those of whom you are a patron. Bless that which you have bestowed on us and shield us against the evil that you have decreed. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. With thanksgiving, we remember those who have died. Keep us in communion with all the saints until we at last find our rest in you. 
Lord, in your mercy, we offer these prayers in the name of the one who guides us beside still waters, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. And may the peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us pray. God of life, Savior of the poor, receive with our offerings gratitude for your goodness, penitence for our pride, and dedication to your service. In Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. And may the Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord, our God. Holy One, the beginning and end, source and goal, you are the author and giver of life. Praise to you for your words that spoke creation into being, that filled Abraham and Sarah with hope, that judged the inequities of your people and prepared a way in the wilderness. Praise to you for your word, Jesus Christ, who was present in the beginning, lived among us, and fills all in all, who in the night in which he was betrayed, took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. And again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, this cup is the new covenant of my blood, shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. And so we proclaim the mystery of our faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on these gifts of bread and wine. Speak your words of grace and truth here anew, that we might have new language to proclaim your deeds of power, the courage to listen to the needs of our neighbors, the patience to search for your still small voice. Together with Mary Magdalene, Brigitte, and all your holy ones, with the earth and all its creatures, with sun and moon and all stars, all the gifts that resonate with your word, we praise you, O God, blessed and holy Trinity, now and forever. Amen. Amen. And gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Yeah, baby. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory 
salvation, purchase of God, born of His Spirit, washed in His blood. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. Perfect submission, perfect delight. Visions of rapture now burst on my sight. Angels descending, bring from above. Angels of mercy, whispers of love. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. Perfect submission, all is at rest. I hear my Savior, am happy and blessed, watching and waiting, looking above, filled with His goodness, lost in His love. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. song, praising my Savior all the day long. Let us pray. Lord of heaven and earth, as Jesus taught his disciples to be persistent in prayer, give us patience and courage never to lose hope but always to bring our prayers before you through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. At this time, we're going to sing our closing hymn. <laughs> Thank you. 
Hope if I unmuted myself. Uh, at this time, we open things up. Does anyone have any announcements they want to share with the congregation? I, I just, I, I just want to say, um, what, what a great job Anderson did on the reading. So I don't know, not, not necessarily an, uh, an announcement, but kudos, Anderson. Great job. That was not an easy reading, and thank you for stepping up. Yeah. Um, live once. I just wanted to point out too that uh, I know Jane uh, took a ride over to church because she wasn't sure if we were having the service or not. And uh, Sharon just pointed out to me last week that it says uh, whether it's online or in person uh, at the top of the website, which I never really noticed before. So when you go on the website, it's right at the top in that maroon banner. Yeah, that's a good uh, transition just because the, the weather has been not the most cooperative the past couple of weeks. On Saturday, I look at the forecast and sort of see what the morning looks like. And if we have to cancel or move online, um, the banner is updated, the This Week at Advent thing is updated, the Facebook page is updated, uh, something good on Facebook. And then everyone who's on the RSVP list for that weekend gets contacted directly. And so that's part of why we have that. Um, and we need to make the decision early because we have staff because the church isn't just me, it's Jason and Fred and they got to have the ability to make plans. So that's why we try to make the call in advance. You, you can made always... the call, Pastor, because I, you probably can't see it, but it's pouring rain outside. Well, you know, I woke up and it was 72 and sunny and I thought, what have I done to displease our Lord? Um, <laughs> so, uh, a few other announcements. We have our small catechism uh, discussion and evening prayer. That's on Wednesdays at 6.30 in July. Uh, so you should have between that worship, Bible study, book group, you should have three to four things a week that you can stitch together uh, to participate in here. I encourage you to do that. If you have donations for the Center for Food Action Backpack, uh, program or St. Matthew Trinity. There is a container in the 
little covered area by the memorial garden. That'll be out until about seven tonight if you need to drop anything off. Next weekend, we have Crossroads Camp and Retreat Center counselors who are gonna be here. They're gonna teach us some camp songs, tell us about what's going on at camp. Uh, they just had their first week of camp just finished yesterday. So the summer's off to a good start. I invite you to keep the campers and staff in your prayers. And then finally, just because I like to update you on this periodically, uh, the Love Fund so far has distributed over $21,000 in assistance to six families in the first six months of 2021. Uh, that's mostly rent, food, insurance, funeral expenses, um, the same basic types of things, but the number of, uh, or the amount given out has been a little higher than usual, which is good. Uh, so that is what I have in the way of announcements. And I think we're gonna go straight to the blessing today. May Christ draw you to humility and worship and bring you to see God at work. And may Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit bless you now and forever. Amen. Go in peace and get some rest. Thanks be to God. Be to God. Thanks be to God. Everyone, I'm very sorry. I could not locate the book that had this arrangement of amazing grace that I wanted to play today. Uh, I will locate that and get that programmed in the next couple few weeks, but I'm going to play something else for you today. Um, it's actually probably one of the most pop, it's probably one of the most popular pieces in the piano repertoire. And I realized I don't think I've ever played it as a prelude or postlude. Uh, so I think you'll know it once I start it. If you don't, I will announce the title afterward. Uh, but here we go.